Hello, everybody. This is a new podcast with me and my friends. I am Shepard Wood. Uh, And I'm Eli Darnell. And I'm Sheldon Windsor. This podcast will be about um, figuring out something connected between our three sects of Christianity. (laughs) And I am a... Many people know Worldwide Church of God, so I am a weird type of Christianity based on what Jesus lived, based on Jesus' life. So I believe in God's holy days and the full law of God. I believe in the fact that Jesus did not destroy the old law, but he came to complete the full law and add stuff to it eli i am a church of christ kid so i just kind of believe in modern day christianity kind of like a like protestant belief nothing like baptist or anything kind of just always been just church of christ guy um i'm a member of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints so I believe in the Book of Mormon and other testaments of Jesus Christ. And, uh, yeah. All right. Um, we will ask certain questions. We all go to the same school. So um, one week I was like, we're all Christians. We all believe in God. Um, we all believe in the Holy Spirit and Jesus. So we, we wanted to, or I wanted to figure out what specifically, um, are the differences between our three religions. Um, and so we would ask questions at like lunchtime every day at school. The first one was, I had on my mind was, is it better in the judgment day to be a atheist who does not, has never heard of God and um, has no religious belief, beliefs, or um, is it better to be a falsely believing Christian, so, like, belief in false doctrine, um, many doctrines are falsely believed nowadays, since there are so many routes of Christianity, and, um, I believe that there's one church of many different churches, and, I wanted to figure out if Eli's church or if Sheldon's church were a part of God's main church. And so I started asking questions. Eli brought up a good one one day, and we sort of went through it. Um, But yeah, you guys have anything to say on that? What's the question? (laughs) Uh, 
is it better to we'll get started is it better to be a atheist who has never heard of god and who in the end times in judgment day where god either sends us to the lake of fire or into his kingdom is it better to be that or is it better to be a believer in false doctrine for your entire life Hmm. well okay first we must define false doctrine so i what i believe is false doctrine is like an example is the Catholics baptizing babies, even though they don't... Like something that isn't directly related to what the Bible teaches. Yeah. Something that someone in history after Christ like made up or thought was correct, and then the people came together and believed it. Wrote a book about it. Hmm. Okay, Sheldon, you go first. What, what's your take? Well, I think that you will get plenty of chances throughout your life to receive true doctrine. And if you don't, then you can always learn about it in the Judgment Day. But if you don't ever receive any of it, or you just don't, you just ignore it, then that sucks for you, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you unintentionally, like, if there's something that you believe, if there's something that you believe in the Bible that, like, you unintentionally are sinning, I think the Bible says a lot about unintentional sin, that, um, God will not punish unintentional sin. Like if it's not a, if you have no knowledge of it, then, then um, God will spare you from it. But he'll also, I think in like reply to that unintentional sin, he will send you uh, like signs and like a ways to rebuke the like unintentional sin or like unintentional belief. Um, And he will, guide you away from it and it's either your is your it's your choice in the end uh god will help you and like save you from believing in this false doctrine that you know he doesn't he doesn't like what would you say back up and he doesn't talk about it in the bible he'll send you away to like show you that you're wrong and at the end of the day it's like you either choose to believe it or you choose to um say that you were wrong yeah so basically what it says in the bible is you are judged based on what you've been given what um what knowledge you've been given so what eli was saying is that no one will be judged for not obeying god's law if they don't know that god's law was ever there so my question is is it better to is it in the end 
is it better to be an atheist like that? Like, imagine being born, never knowing God, and grew up never knowing God, and lived your life out, and then you die, and then suddenly you are surprised with being at the gates of heaven, and you never thought about this, and beside you is a person who falsely believed in God. How would God judge that? Would he let the atheist through? Or, and, um, throw the, or not throw, have the, um, false believing Christian be thrown into the lake of fire? Well, one thing I was thinking of, it's like if you are never taught like the right and wrong and stuff, then the things that you do, you were never taught that that was wrong. So then the sin would be on your parents for never teaching you or whoever didn't teach them. So just go back. And so someone's going to get punished for the sins or like not teaching, teaching you what was right and wrong or anything. So, yeah. And then after, if you have never heard of Jesus or anything and you die like that, then you could go to heaven and, uh, or you'd go to the judgment day or whatever and you'd get taught. Yeah. So I believe that if someone is has never heard of God or if, um, they've never learned about him or anything. During the millennium, people, saints, people who have been taught the truth and taught rightly will be servants of God and they will teach the people who don't know that. I believe that all the aborted babies, all of the, um, Children who died at a young age who never got the chance to choose God's way or choose Satan's way, they will be taught. And if they choose not to follow God, they will be inevitably um, thrown into the lake of fire and will never be seen again. I just think I want to elaborate like on the atheist because I, I feel like with the atheist um, God um, using human thought and logic, God um, exists because people make him up in their mind throughout history. Um, Greeks, Romans, um, many ancient civilizations to this day have made a god image without having direct influence from god they're just using their mind and that brings up the point of um god saying there's nothing or solomon saying there's nothing new under the sun that um these people's thoughts of making god seems that there's a seed planted in their mind that a god exists because humans can't have an original thought they're not like god they can't have this original thought or idea everything is inspired from the things they see around them 
So, in turn, the atheist most likely has a view of God, especially in this modern society. Um, God is very prevalent, so I think there would be a knowledge of God um, in modern-day society. And another thing is with atheism is it's scientifically, I say that with air quotes, uh, scientifically proven that God doesn't exist, and there. I could delve very deep into many arguments that God has been proven to be real by science multiple times. So, and atheism really, like modern day Darwinism and atheism is really dying out and science is moving towards the um, agreement that God is real. So I think that um, the atheist is really turning a blind eye to what he knows is the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like Eli said, whenever you're an atheist and you have like this empty hole inside you that says that there needs to be something higher, like a God that you need to worship, I guess it would just make sense whenever you go to the judgment, everything would be like, oh, that's how it is. I guess it just makes sense now that I know exactly, like, my God might not have been real, but there, at least there is a God that cares for me. Yeah. So, based on that, um, we will, so we basically summed it up into um, the atheist has to know there's a higher power, but he rejected it. Um, and he unknowingly sins. So what about the false, false believer? What do you guys think of that? I think it, okay. I think it comes down to... Uh, I guess a technicality of whether that believer knows or does not know. Um, I think judgment for the atheist in modern day atheism is um, you're probably gonna go to hell. I, that's rough. It's a it's a very rough thing to say, definitely. But I mean, Jesus did say the only way to heaven is through me, so. It's true. That is backed up by Jesus Christ right there. And um, I think the atheist is, the atheism is a dying, I would say it was a religion. They don't say it's a religion, but it's a dying religion. I think it will be pretty irrelevant in the next 20 years. And for um, the, like, what is it? False, false doctrine, yeah, false, false believer. Um, that really comes down to it's a very slippery slope because, um, obviously, modern day Christianity is like very divided. There's many sects of Christianity that believe in very different things at sometimes, and really, what it comes down to is um, what the Bible says. I think, like, things like the Catholics do with their, um, 
was it seven? They they have seven like things you have to do. Seven sacraments. Yeah, seven sacraments you have to do, and the Bible only preaches two of them. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be a false doctrine, and um, I wouldn't say it would be it would be I wouldn't be harming anyone. I think the big thing about that would be the exploitation of money from people because it does cost a lot of money to do the seven sacraments instead of just the two. And it does um, have this power hold on the Catholic believers from the Catholic church. They do get like a power hold because they choose life or like eternal damnation or um, going to heaven. So I think that to an extreme you could be punished with the lake of fire through doing even just a small thing as forcing someone i mean like you're forcing someone to do something or they're going to go to hell and the reason you're doing it is because you want money and you know it's it, if you're concerned for their soul and that's what you believe then i wouldn't say that is um punishable i'd say it's unlogical and that you should use your brain and actually see if the sacrament is a part of the bible but it's not as extreme as forcing someone to get baptized because you want money you know you need the money or the confessions you need money like if your your intention behind your belief is very important so even people who do believe in like a doctrine that is um, a true doctrine, if your intention behind it is just to do, you know, just to do something for yourself, um, then that can be punishable by fire, I guess. Yeah. Also, I was thinking, like, if you're a false believer, like, how are you supposed to know, like, what you're supposed to believe? Like, what is right? So I feel like if you just, like, you can ask God and pray about it and get confirmation of, it's like, it doesn't have to be a secret if you're a false believer or not. Like, God will tell you if you're not believing what you're supposed to believe or if this is right and it's what he wants you to believe. Yeah. So if you are knowingly um, sinning and you know that these are false beliefs and you've read the ancient manuscripts of um, God's word, then there is a judgment on that that you... If you don't change, you will be thrown into the lake of fire. But if you unknowingly believe in false doctrines, like, for example, I believe, I don't believe in any of the holidays, like Christmas or Easter or um, uh, Halloween, St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. I believe in the holy days of the old testament the days that god commanded us to 
observe and look forward to. So <clears throat> I am very different in that category from Sheldon and Eli because they believe in the holidays and they celebrate that. I, I believe that's a false doctrine and that Christmas and Easter are routed off of pagan holidays. So I believe that the root of all of these holidays are pagan, and so I don't believe in them. Um, God sets forth the holy days in the Old Testament and the New Testament to have us observe it, to look forward to what is coming, and to look back at what um, Israel and the um and Babylon and all of that what they did and how it's wrong and um believing in those I don't think that you would be punished if you didn't believe in them well you would get you wouldn't get thrown in the lake of fire for not believing in them but um if you have been given the <laughs> the opportunity to learn about them and by somebody else who believes in them so if i told sheldon if i taught him about the holy days and he calls it the law of moses i call it the old testament law of god um, <laughs> if I came up to him and I taught him about the holy days and the law of God and he chose not to, I believe that is punishable. But if in judgment day, in the day that God judges the people, if, he, if Sheldon wants to change and be like, oh yeah, Shepard, you were right, um, then he will get let in and he, because he repented of that. But this is just me. I don't, I don't condemn him to death because he believes in holy days or holidays or he doesn't believe in holy days. They're laughing right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if, if you are given the opportunity to choose the right path, and you deny that path and don't repent of it in the judgment day, then you will inevitably be thrown into the lake of fire. And, <laughs> um, but if you choose to live <laughs> God's way and to choose his path, then he'll forgive you. It's just the hardest part about, like, the Bible for me is that there's been thousands of years of um, learning and teaching and tradition and... Speak into the mic. Okay. There's, like, <laughs> a lot of tradition and, you know, thousands of years of tradition in Christianity 
and it's very misconstrued, um, especially with, I'd say, modern, like my church, there's tradition with um, no female singers, um, no female preachers, only the preacher, like, like only the preacher preaches, um, you know, uh, only men do Lord's Supper, like, um, things like that. And, you know, the elders of the church have to do these certain requirements and the dot, the, you know, you just like, there's just this tradition that is, uh, the like woven into the foundation of our religion and the most difficult part for me is understanding true and false doctrine because there's thousands of years you know two two thousand years of doctrine that are in Christianity and weeding out which is good and which is not is very difficult and sometimes weeding it out is very trivial. Sometimes there's arguments that are very trivial, like whether there's a Trinity or not. But the biggest part I feel about false doctrine and like being saved is, um, is intention. If you intentionally sin, God will punish you. God always punishes people that intentionally sin it's seen throughout the bible um and i mean yeah if sheldon said if you repent then he he won't punish you i mean but like david with bathsheba he still killed their son yeah there's yeah there's gonna be consequences yeah there's not you're not going to hell if you repent but if you unintentionally, if your intentions is to serve God better and your intention behind believing something is for, you know, is in like worship and thanks to God, then I don't see that as a punishable offense. I see that as sort of a lost sheep situation and God will notice that he's not going to just be this um, harsh ruler that will punish you because you were wrong about Jesus having a beard or not, I think he will be very, I think he'll be very gracious towards that. And he will in turn send you help. He will send you mercy and grace and he'll, you know, correct you. I feel like God is as rough and tough as he can be. He's also very gracious and he, he, he's very, he's very smart. He's not like this just black and white character. He understands and he will relate to you and he will correct you if you're wrong. He won't just punish you if you're wrong. He will correct you. That's the whole, you know, the whole Bible is shown as that is God gives consequences out, but he also corrects the Israelites throughout the whole entire Bible, pretty much. Um, And that I think with that's, that could be um, woven in with false doctrine. Yeah.
Do you have a? Come on, Sheldon. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about like the punishable offense of false um, accusation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, um, well, yeah, like in the Old Testament, like judges and stuff. Then, pretty much, the Israelites are always the Israelites are always turning away from God and like worshiping other random gods that they found from some other tribe and god like he sometimes punishes them lets like other people take control of the israelites for a time but he will always come back to help them whenever they become humbled i guess so sometimes it's just like you're too proud to realize that god's trying to correct you and put set you right in the right path and you're just you're just too proud to notice that and you're just doing whatever you think is right for yourself. But God knows exactly what's right for you, no matter what. Like, it may not seem like what is the best thing at the time. It may not make sense to you. But God always knows what what you need more than you do. Thank you, Sheldon, for that. We're going to wrap things up now. So, to conclude... It is all about the individual's attitude in the end times. God will point out our unintentional sins to us, but we will not be judged on them. We will only be judged on what knowledge we have. We must choose to follow God, and we must, with a clear mind, repent for the sins we intentionally did. Hey guys, this is Shepard, just for clarification on what this podcast is about. We are three young lads living in this chaotic world who believe in God in a time when many don't. Anything said in this podcast is not meant to directly criticize anyone or any group of people. We are just using apologetics and theology to work through specific questions of our beliefs. I really hope you enjoyed, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Shalom.